used to own a brick and mortar business for five years. And the first year it was amazing. I'm like, I'm getting paid to do what I love. This is awesome. But the specific business that I, I had, I was fortunate enough to have it grow at a really rapid rate. And so year two and three, I wind up becoming burnt out. And so I pretty much was like a slave to my business. Like I was, my business was running me and I wasn't running it. And so I had to get really honest with myself because I, I felt myself not happy. I was burnt out. I, my health wasn't like, I wasn't taking care of myself and just, I wasn't in a good place. Like the business was thriving, but me personally, I wasn't in a good place. so much for joining us for another episode we've got a great one in store for you in case you happen to miss the last episode here's a quick snippet and then we will get on to the show um then a client came to me and said hey i would really like to get booked on a tedx stage do you think you could maybe do this project with me and i said well no guarantees i mean tedx you know famous people give TEDxes." <laughs> And, you know, and that was all I knew about it. I knew that like, you know, I listened to TED Talks online sometimes. Um, I said, no promises. And he said, okay, let's, let's try for a month. And within that month, he got booked for two. So I've always been obsessed with business. Like I love business in general. And the business that I started was a dance and aerial studio. So I can just say my studio. So I love dance. I've danced my whole entire life and I fell in love with Ariel. Ariel Silks, if no one's familiar with it, it is like Cirque du Soleil <laughs> where you climb the fabrics and do tricks in the air. So I thought like, okay, I want, I know that I want to have a business and I know that I love dance. So merge the two, open a dance studio. And the city that I was in at the time we were the only aerial studio. So if you wanted to try aerials, you had to come to me, which is why the business took off because I was the only one for five years. So I dominated the industry basically. So the first year, like I said, was amazing. I'm like, I'm getting paid to do what I love. Like I'm teaching and dancing all day. Like this is perfect. But then when, when the business started to take off, then I realized I had a lack of systems. So, uh, do you like book recommendations? I love them. Okay, so the book that I read was Choose to Be Rich by Robert Kiyosaki. So Robert Kiyosaki is the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that's where he introduces the cash flow quadrant. So the E, B, S, and I, which is something every single entrepreneur should know. Uh, so E is employee, S is small business owner or self-employed, B is big business owner, I is investor. That's something that every single, like if you're in business, you have to understand the cash flow quadrant because you have to understand the difference between creating a business and creating a job for yourself. So Robert Kiyosaki says, if you cannot walk away from your business for three months and your business operate without you, you don't own a business, you own a job. That's profound. Mm-hmm. That was major. <laughs> and so that was the big aha moment for me because I'm over here like, 
oh yeah, I own a business. And then I'm like, no, I don't own a business. I own a job. And so that's when I was like, okay, I have to understand systems. I have to make sure that this business operates like a well-oiled machine. So I had to go back to the drawing board, retrain my staff because my staff definitely depended on me for so many different things. And so making sure that I had everything in line to where if I wasn't there, it was still running. And that's why, you know, companies like McDonald's are so successful. Every single McDonald's is run the same exact way because they have a solid system. So the B quadrant, owning a business means you own a system. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people are lacking in their business is a solid system. They're just, they're just going just going <laughs> kind of on that hamster wheel. You know, they say you're on a hamster wheel if you work like a regular nine to five job, but you can be on that hamster wheel in your business and just be busy, but not productive. So really understanding systems and being productive and, and making sure that what you're creating is operating like a well-oiled machine. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. So from here, when you sold the business, now what were the steps that kind of happened from from that point to where you're where you are now with the business that you have and the other information that you kind of engaged with? So I sold the business, and then that's when I started coaching. I wanted to work with other entrepreneurs that had an interest in understanding systems and getting their business operating like a well-oiled machine. And so as I got into the coaching space, I realized that there's a lot of fluff, a lot of fluff. <laughs> you know, there's people that are like, oh, buy this funnel or buy this program and make $30,000 a month. And so I had to, I had to really like figure out exactly who I was as a coach. And that is when I started working for ClickFunnels because I wanted to learn a specific skill that I could offer my clients. And so I worked for ClickFunnels for a year. I went through their training. They have a really extensive training, but ClickFunnels, the platform itself is brilliant. Russell Brunson is brilliant. So being able to, to be a sponge and soak up all of that information was really, really amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's book I have right here. Yes, Expert Secrets. Yeah, this is and the blueprint. Yep, and dot com dot com secrets as well. Yeah, they're both they're both really amazing books. That's great. So so from there, then you sort of that was one specific skill you wanted to be able to take forward. And so this is one of the things you're integrating really with what you're offering to help help people with mm -hmm. is leveraging effective funnels being built. So tell us more about what a funnel is. There's people that have probably a misconception of what a funnel is that maybe have an idea of what it is, but they really don't know. They don't know the details that are really broken down here and the, what the process is. Can you share with us a little more sort of about that? Of course. So the way I break it down, the difference between a website and a funnel is a funnel has a specific call to action. You're taking your client on a specific journey. So a traditional website, you have your navigation bar that has all these different options and people go to your site, they poke around and then they leave and you never know that they were there. So a funnel has a specific call to action. So when they come, your website, website or funnel says, 
click here, do this now. So it's telling them exactly what to do. So there's no question or no like poking around. It's very specific. And then once they enter their email or click that button, it takes them to the next step. And then there should be another step and it takes them to the next step. So with the funnel, you are basically guiding your client through a specific process. And I think that that's the way the world is headed. Like a traditional website is about to be extinct because we have, we live in a society that wants everything fast. I was just saying this, like, you know, Amazon prime, anything you want, you basically can have in two days. <laughs> so people are not spending as much time on traditional websites anymore. So you want there to be a specific call to action, bold statement within like 10 seconds, they should know why they're on your site and how you can help them. Got it. Got it. What, what in this, um, I guess, process for some of the challenges that you had with, I guess, in this case, learning this or implementing this or with coaching or with this type of transition, what have been some of the, the bigger challenges that you've had that you've had to overcome? One of the biggest challenges is people believing that one funnel is going to make them $30,000 a month. <laughs> like, it's not how it works. Like, I have clients that'll be like, oh, are you going to help me scale? I'm like, are you making money online yet? Like, there's a process and there's so many programs out there right now that mislead people. And I'm not saying that it's not possible. There are definitely people making six figures a month with sales funnels and webinars and stuff like that but they've been in the game for a really long time. And I don't want to say really long time, but they, they've tested. So they have multiple funnels. They've tested the copy, the photos, the, the pictures, the call to action. They've tested and they've tweaked. So the, the businesses that I've seen make six figures a month were businesses that had 20, 30, even sometimes 70 different funnels. So there is no one size fits all funnel. This is one of the biggest misconceptions that I see. One size fit all funnel, buy my funnel, copy my funnel and make this money. It's, that's not how it works. It's not, <laughs> it's not how it works. I don't want to bust anyone's bubble, but it's not how it works because you have to figure out who your target audience is. So let's say you and I both, copy the same funnel. And I have a young millennial audience. And so I could have a more intricate funnel because they understand like how to navigate through more of a intricate site. And then maybe your audience is a little older and they don't understand any of that. And so if we have the same funnel, our results are going to be completely different because of our target audience. So there is no one size fits all when it comes to sales funnels. You and, and I know, so, so Russell Brunson talks about a, what is it? A, um, Free plus shipping book offer. That's what I was thinking. Okay, free plus book ship, free plus shipping book funnel. And this is one that a lot of people wanted to try to do. Now, typically, if you offer the book free and getting the book produced and shipping and everything like that, you lose money on that specific item. But he upsells you later on. He has click funnels. He has coaching. He has a mastermind and all this stuff later on. So people will try to duplicate that funnel, but not have something on the back end to upsell people. And then they're like, 
but I'm not making any money. <laughs> well, you, you have to understand the strategy behind it. And so just really getting people to understand it because they see, okay, well, Russell's doing it, so I'm going to do it. But do you understand all of the steps that Russell has in place, like the, the client journey and the customer acquisition, goodness, the customer acquisition or like value proposition ladder? Am I making sense? <laughs> you are. You okay. are. Yep. <laughs> so like that value proposition ladder. So once you, you enter that funnel with the free book, now he has you and now he's going to sell you click funnels. Now he's going to sell you a course and now he's going to sell you a mastermind. So it's a process that you're taking the client through. And if you don't have all of those same steps in process in, in, in the process, you can't expect to receive the same results. Does that make sense? <laughs> it, it does. You know, what I'm hearing here really is a lot of your mindset and the process you're understanding somebody's understanding in their thought process of how they're approaching things. And so like one of the things that you mentioned earlier was really uh, somebody needing to identify the lifestyle that they want to live uh, with the business that they're constructing. When somebody might be approaching trying to leverage the internet to be able to draw their clients in this, thought process of, uh, behind really all that goes into it. There's a lot of thought work and there's a lot of uh, planning that needs to go into it. And so it almost seems like there may be some connection there between the, the thought process development where somebody's approaching these things and they need to wrap their head around some other things to really be able to put together a solid strategy. And that may need somebody to help guide them with, or they need a process to go through. Yeah. So I would say the difference between me and a lot of other coaches is I want to understand, like, why are you doing this? Because there will be times where it gets hard and people, people want to give up. They start, they start a business and then they give up, but I can have someone come to me and they just want me to build them a funnel and just build it. Or I can try to peel a couple of layers back and see like, what is, what is your ultimate goal? Are you trying to have this replace your nine to five job? Are you just trying to have some extra supplemental income? Do you already have a business, but you're trying to automate it so you can free up time. So I like to really dig a little deeper and find out what is your goal, because that will help me understand what, what we're doing, you know, and you can just build a funnel and put it together and, and that's it. But if you have a specific goal like maybe you want to work like for me I wanted to be fully remote so I can travel and so like the the difference like there there may be people who just just want like completely free time me I don't mind working I'll work an eight-hour day I'll work a 10-hour day but I'm doing it from my laptop so for me personally I enjoy being able to work from my pool or if I travel, being able to work from, you know, anywhere that has Wi-Fi and that's what I wanted, but everyone wants something different. So really understanding what it is you want, that's going to determine how you set up your business. I want to encourage anybody that's listening here that hears this later in the podcast to think about how this relates to the avatar to think about all the different, like when you're asking, you're asking there about peeling the layers back and asking questions about what it is that they want. 
that almost sounds like the exact same thing that you need to be doing if you are building out a funnel if you are if you're if you're doing that to, to really ask these types of questions to understand who your audience is so you know how to help them and that's essentially what i what i just heard you saying for your business of how you try to peel the layers back yes and so just to expand on that i have people that say okay my target audience is women that's not a target audience. <laughs> That's not a target audience. You have to really hone in because you have different types of women. Like you have moms, you have single women, you have married women, you have moms that are frazzled. You have moms that are like, I'm owning this. I got this down, you know? So like your copy, if you just say my target is women, if you try to speak to everyone, you speak to no one. So there's not one sentence that's going to resonate with every woman. So you have to really hone in and get as detailed as possible on who your target audience is. So your copy speaks directly to them. So one of the elements that I always tell people to have in a landing page above the fold is a strong call to action. So it should tell them specifically what to do and a bold statement. So the bold statement should speak to them directly. So for me, I'm just gonna give you a simple, silly example. Like my hair is purple. So if it said something like, having a fabulous hair day, I'm gonna be like, yes, <laughs> whatever this is, it's speaking directly to me and I want it. <laughs> You know, so like, and I know it's a silly example, but your bold statement should speak directly to your audience. So whether it's adding excitement to their life, whether it's something that's piquing their interest, whether it's solving a problem. So if your target is frazzled moms, for example, if you say something like feeling exhausted by the end of the week or something like that like it should speak directly to them now me i don't have kids so if i read that i'm gonna be like no <laughs> it doesn't apply to me so your target can't just be women your target can't just be men it, your target can't just be entrepreneurs because there's so many different types of entrepreneurs so it has to be really really specific and okay, I want to work with entrepreneurs that are trying to start an online program. So that, that's a little more detail. Someone that wants to work completely online and be fully remote. That's a little more detailed. If you try to speak to all entrepreneurs, you're not going to resonate with your specific demographic. Does that make sense? It does. It does. <laughs> so if you're taking a look at, say, somebody that is approaching now the internet you have access to everybody right how do you then kind of listen appropriately how can you kind of hear for your target audience if you're trying to narrow that down that's one process but then to listen to the feedback like if we were talking we're talking one-on-one -on -one, i can ask you qualifying questions mm -hmm. and i can try to better understand what it is that you like what it is that you want what your long-term goals or short-term goals are what the lifestyle is that you want when you're talking about the internet, if you wanted to find out more about your specific audience that you want to serve, that's really specific, how do you go about really gathering that information and listening to these millions of people that are out there and narrowing it down? Test. You have to test it. And so that is why I said the companies that are really successful have 70 different funnels or maybe 20 different funnels or maybe five funnels. It doesn't have to be 70, but you have to test. So one amazing thing about 
ClickFunnels is you can run split tests. So like, let's say I created a landing page and I wanted to test a video versus text. Like, you know, if like the main, the main thing you see above the fold, some people may resonate more with text and some people may resonate more with video. So creating two different landing pages and seeing your audience, do they like text more or do they like video more? And it goes the same for copy. It goes the same for photos. It goes the same for the statement. So I have like one corporate company and they change, they change it up all the time. They, they'll watch something for like three to seven days and say, okay, I don't think this picture is resonating. Like let's change it. So they, they measure the stats on a regular basis. And if something is not resonating with their target audience, they tweak it. And so when they find that photo that really resonates because they're getting a lot of sales that day, then they say, okay, this is it. But they just keep tweaking until they get it right. And they do the same thing with ads. So that's why Facebook, if you do a Facebook ad, it allows you to use multiple different pictures and it'll show the client the different pictures because different things are going to resonate with different, with different people. And once you know what resonates with your audience, then you can put more ad spend into that. So there's no, like, one of the things that I just want to stress to everyone that is watching, don't get discouraged if you do one funnel and say, oh, this doesn't work. Because that's not how it works. You have to test. You have to try different things. Even with webinars, sometimes people will create 10 different webinars and then the 10th one just completely take off because they tweaked it and they got it to where it's really, really powerful and really resonating with their clients. So if you are dibbling and dabbling into the online space, don't just do one ad and feel like, oh, this doesn't work. Facebook ads suck or like sales funnels suck because it's not taken off, you have to continue to test and tweak and try different things to see what really resonates. And when that one thing does take off, it takes off. So it, it just takes time to, to figure that out. Awesome. So why podcasting? So why are you starting a podcast? I have so much to say. <laughs> I have so much to say. Okay. So my podcast is actually going to be a video podcast. I love video. As I just said, I love creating content. So the audio will be on iTunes, but the video will be on YouTube and Facebook watch. Now my podcast is called abundance hack and it is about removing blocks to really live to your full potential and tap into your power and just have a fulfilling yummy life. So we'll talk about mindset and self-development and, you know, a lot of the people that I'll interview are business owners. So there will be some business tips in there, but if someone works a regular job, they can totally get a lot of value from it. So my mission is just to inspire people to live life to their fullest and live to their full potential because so many people settle, so many people are unhappy, so many people are suffering in silence that we have to, we have to remind people that life is meant to be enjoyed. Life is meant to be happy. And a lot of that happiness comes from within. So figuring out what limiting beliefs you have, figuring out what blocks you have, figuring out what type of trauma you've suppressed. And it's, it's resurfacing in different areas in your life. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited about it. So it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So tell me this. I would really like, if you, this might be a tough question, 
but really, so you, you definitely, if you know, you definitely light up and I can see that you're super excited about that. And it's just, I think if you weren't even getting paid, you would, you would do, you would try to help somebody with that just because of the impact it would make. So why, why is that? When you think of that, what is it that is kind of the, that you think, wow, this is why it's so worthwhile. And this is, can you, can you pinpoint what that is from or what you would tell somebody, well, why are you passionate about that? What is it about that that really makes you so happy? Okay, two, two answers to that. One, it's my purpose. It is my purpose. Like I just know when you, this is how I personally feel. So I'm a little woo woo <laughs> for anyone who's, who's listening. Like I believe in energy. I believe in manifestation. So I feel when you are getting closer to your purpose, you feel it in your body. When, when people are unhappy and they hate their jobs, it's because it's not meant for them to do that. That's not your purpose. That's not the legacy or impact you're supposed to have in the world. So if you are hating your job and you're just like, ugh life, <laughs> you know, because you're not living your purpose. So when you, when you get closer to your purpose, you feel it in your body. So that's one. It's my purpose. It is my purpose to inspire people and motivate people and bring out the best in people. And the second part to that is because I've lived it. So a little background, like taking it further back, I was born in a Bronx, New York, single mom. She I mean, my, my dad wasn't a hundred percent sure that I was his. So like, I have like that typical like story where statistics would say that I should have three baby daddies and be living off of government assistance. And, <laughs> you know, like one of those situations, but I made the decision to not allow that to be my story. I said, no, I see more for myself. So I am going to do whatever it takes to change my circumstance. And it took a lot of work. I mean, figuring out like the blocks that I have in it, and it, there is no arrival. So like, there's not, okay, I'm going to do some self-development and I have arrived and I'm this awesome person and that's it. It's progressive. As you go through different phases in life, different things will come up. But the fact that I have been able to completely change my circumstance, like no one in my family graduated college, started a business, traveled the world. Like, I don't even think my mom, my grandma, my great grandma had passports, but I have been able to start multiple businesses. I have been able to travel the world. I've been to Paris, Italy, Tahiti, all over the Caribbean. I have been able to completely change my life and my circumstance because the first thing that I did was I changed my mindset and I refused to allow generational patterns to dictate the life that I was going to have. And so that's why I'm so passionate about helping other people understand we create our reality. If you want to change your life or your circumstance, you have to make the decision to do that and then take action. So figuring out your blocks, figuring out your limiting beliefs. If you don't believe you can do it, then you're already defeated. But once you believe that you can, it's just, it's, it's figuring out your challenges. So I think we all have like challenges that we have to face. So some people say, okay, this is getting too hard. So I'm just going to stop and I'm going to accept this life right here. I'm okay right here. I'm just going to hang out right here. But then there's some people that are like, no, I'm going to climb over this wall or this block or whatever it is and get to where I want to go. And I'm just a really determined person. <laughs> but I feel like if people see my, my 
my life and understand my story and know that I came from nothing. Nothing was handed to me. Like no one in my family ever started a business, but I just knew that I wanted a better life. And how else can you really design your life than to have your own business? Like, and right now today, it's easier to start a business than ever than ever, but you have to understand the strategy because there's a lot of people starting businesses that have no idea what they're doing, but there's so many resources. So when you make the decision to fully step into your power and do whatever it takes, so so quick. Am I going on too much? <laughs> no, you're perfect. This is awesome. Because <laughs> okay. I get worked up. This is why I'm starting a podcast because I have a lot to say. But when you make the decision to live to your full potential, you have to cut some things out of your life. So if you want to change your life and your circumstance and you really want to have a successful business, you shouldn't be binge watching Netflix. You shouldn't be wasting time playing video games and stuff like that. You have to focus. It does take sacrifice. It does take work. And I will, I will never tell anyone that it's easy. I will never say that, but it's worth it. It may not be easy, but it will be worth it. So I don't, I stopped watching TV probably for like four years, like no TV at all. And now I rarely watch TV, like maybe once every other week, I'll watch a couple of shows, but you have to read, you have have to listen to podcasts you have to get coaching you have to, go to seminars and conventions and every single convention and seminar i go i learn something else that's just helping me be the best version of myself and giving me information and tools and resources to have the life that i want so figuring out like who has the life that i want and studying them understanding their mindset, shifting, shifting your mindset for success and adapting habits that are making you and your situation better. Yeah, absolutely. I would say this, there's two things and then I think maybe transitioning to kind of just share sort of how to contact you. I'm sure there's people that really definitely will want to after this. Uh, but so what I think people need to do is so the way that you're you're sharing right and the way that you're speaking right it's there's some similarities in how I will get worked up and I will share things and so people need to realize that they need to be around people like you and around people like me that will actually embody and share the the type of truth that you're sharing because not everybody will yeah. They're, they don't have the confidence or they don't have the perspective or they just don't, haven't been around the right information. But you get around five, six, seven people, three people that have the mindset that you just shared and you will grow and they will challenge you. So I would challenge anybody that's here. If you don't have around you, if you can't count on your fingers, the number of people that are around you that are speaking like Najee, you need to get a new circle. And maybe that is a book. Maybe that's a podcast. And as you start to engage with that information, you absorb it, you will attract more people like us. And that's going to move you forward. So, yes. So I want to definitely have you share sort of how you can be in contact. But I have one question. Are you familiar with the movie or the series called What the Bleep? No. All right. This is a worthwhile series to watch i think it's on netflix it will feed your mind it's not just going to make it mush <laughs> it's not just something that you're going to consume like popcorn it's actually going to build some of the building blocks of things that you are sharing so the thought that came to mind which i think you're going to appreciate is 
the concept and the, a lot of, I think what you're talking about with the energy, there's a lot of physics, there's a lot of physics that goes into some of this thought from what I found. And so they've done studies, for example, where they, like you can't really see, you can't see certain particles, you can't see certain atoms. And so essentially, well, you can't see an atom unless you really, so they would shoot particles, these scientists would shoot particles, they have like a piece of, uh, I don't know, paper or something. So they have some type of uh, device that would actually shoot these particles out, right? And what would happen is if the scientists were looking at there's the location of where they were shooting the particles, it would follow one pattern. If they didn't look, it would be a different pattern. So the impact of the intentionality of eyes actually on it, right? That made a difference. So as you were speaking, I was thinking about that and there's many other examples. So something to give back to you is something that would probably enrich you if you look up what the bleep it's down the rabbit hole. Uh, they go into a lot of these things. They even had something like where you have a, a cup with water in it and they had five or six different uh, words that were spread out. Over time, they put down cups with the same type of liquid on different words, and they have different ways of uh, analyzing the spectrum of the water. And because of the different words, there was a different output from the pictures that they took. Oh, interesting. So what the bleep? Yes. So anyways, and then that might be further conversation. So, um, so great. So for those that want to connect with you, that want to uh, follow what you're doing, what are the best ways for people to do that? I am all over social media, <laughs> every platform. So my website is miage.com, N-I-A-J-A-E.com. But I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm literally on everything and everything's under Niage. So at Niage, my podcast is called Abundance Hack. And I do have a fan page for that where I'll be posting the updates. So definitely go like that page so you can tune in to the podcast. I'm really excited about that. And yeah, so that's the best way, website or social media. All right, great. Well, thank you so much for your time. And this was really great. I really appreciate it. And I think this brought a lot of value to everybody that's listened now and that will in the future. So thank you very much for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Mastery, where entrepreneurs go to network and learn how to attract their ideal clients via LinkedIn and broker powerful connections worldwide. Be sure to visit us at LinkedIn Mastery on Facebook. Be sure to replace the Y with three E's and join us at LinkedIn Mastery. Enjoy this sneak peek of the upcoming episode. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to subscribe so you get first notification of all upcoming episodes. And if you really like us and you want to help more people hear us, be sure to write a review, a five-star review, and let everybody know how Errol helps entrepreneurs. My long story short, I had my first business. I was in the fitness and wellness industry for about 17 years. And I was really good at that. Um, but what I found is I was not good at business, meaning I, I didn't have the tools and the resources to really run a business. Um, and then on the personal end of things, just due to my personal life kind of falling apart, going through a divorce with an infant and a three-year-old. Um, so I really, when I say I lost everything, I lost everything. And that was just a huge shift. And it's one of those pivotal moments where 
you decide to go get a nine to five and do your thing. And I thought, I don't want to do that. I don't want to drop my kids off at six in the morning and pick them up at six at night and never see them and work a nine to five job that doesn't cover the bills. And so I struggled for a while and, you know, to figure out what I was doing, I came up with a Phoenix factor um, because people kept telling me I was a Phoenix, that I was able to reinvent myself. And I wanted to share that process.